Hey everyone, welcome back to the Reclaimed Podcast. This is our third episode, and one cool thing when you're creating a podcast, you can really do whatever you want, and you can really make it whatever you want to be. And with this episode, it's a little bit different than the other two that I put out. This is a conversation with me and my friend Tom and Bethany talking about um, going to New York City and reclaiming New York City. And um, it's a little bit more conversational and a little bit more fun. So I hope you enjoy it. And let's get into the episode. Are we ready to go? We're going. Are we really? Yes. (gasps) Oh, I didn't know. Reclaimed Podcast. I am Ellie Herringshaw, and I am so glad that you're here. I am not joined with my father today, Mark Herringshaw, but no. I am. <laughs> I am in the Born Into Royalty studio with Tom Preston and Bethany Jackson. Give them a hand, everyone. Yay! Hello. I met Tom doing um, a musical. I did Pippin in 2017, and that's how we met. Tom owns Born Into Royalty Studios in um, St. Paul, Minnesota. And he's also a sound designer and a monkey enthusiast. Mm-hmm. It's true. And we weren't friends for a very long time. We weren't, no. From we were just aqu- We were just acquaintances until finally one day we were like, mm, we should probably be friends. And then it happened. Yeah. And Tom was with me a lot during um, my reclaiming journey. He was one of my one of my dear reclaiming buddies and um, a very important part of my healing. And he, it was advantageous because he was awake at all hours of the night. And sometimes you need to reclaim at like three in the morning because you can't sleep. And there was Flame <laughs> burger. Yes, there was, there was a lot of very late night reclaiming activities. Yes. yes. And then um, Bethany Jackson, who is my best friend and business partner. We co-own Twin Cities Headshots together. Um, which we sure do if you live in the Twin Cities or anywhere else you should probably get a headshot done by us because that's what we do because you need headshots and now we're roommates we are roommates and um, Bethany knew me um, for well since college yeah and we we um, we were best friends then um, shortly after well we were best friends while I was married yes and Bethany was actually the first person that I told about the affair yep and somehow the three of us became (laughs) very good friends and went on lots of reclaiming adventures we did um we could talk we could tell so many stories about the flame burger and Mickey's diner and (laughs) doing puzzles and (laughs) eating so much ice cream so much ice cream and Ellie also gaining like 10 pounds <laughs> last not year. Real. Not real. <laughs> but um, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about New York City. New York. So New York City, I knew, was a place that I really needed to reclaim. From your from your guys' perspective, what was what is reclaiming? You asked me this the other day before I had my coffee, and I just like stared at you. Shoved a microphone in my face, and were like, "What is reclaiming?" And I stared at it for like five <laughs> minutes. I was like, "I'm gonna." Start a podcast. I should. I should I'm gonna get let Tom people's. start. I think the simplicity is generating <clears throat> a new set of memories that you can assimilate with that are positive. 
without forgetting your past. Mm -hmm. You don't want to, I guess the purpose is that you do not want to always associate anything in your past with negativity. Because even though we have unhappy and unpleasant experiences, they make us who we are now. So Mm -hmm. if there's a way to rejuvenate those experiences so you can look at both all of the history in those places or with those people in a positive light and know that it has brought you to the place where you are and where you should be now. I think, I guess I think that is, I don't know if that's a definition, but I guess that's to me, that's a purpose. (coughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And rather than perfect, it's perfect. Um, And rather than reiterate your definition that you already gave, I think that the thing that kind of like sticks out to me or that resonates with me the most is the idea that you're stepping into something painful in order to invite healing. Um, it's like putting, you know, some sort of painful ointment on it, cut almost in some, some senses. Um, and, the, and the courage that it takes and the bravery that it takes to go somewhere that scares you for the purpose of, as Tom said, you know, making these new memories and, um, and, and inviting healing um, and allowing, allowing a level of healing that you wouldn't otherwise get if you just avoided those things. I've had my coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Good, good. So there was lots of places and things that held those memories for me. Um, Places like the Flame Burger. And and so when I I decided to reclaim, I, um, I brought people with me to uh to go back there and create new memories and lots of times those people were tom and bethany um so new york city was one of those places that i had in my mind it was um the place that was actually my honeymoon destination and um it was a place that my ex-husband and i vacationed at a lot and you had never been there without him right is that correct? No, I actually, I went there once in high school. Oh, that's right. I did in go there once in life. High, in my you adult life. You had never been there without him. <laughs> correct. Yes. Um, so all of the, all the important times mm-hmm. were with him and um, particularly my honeymoon. And, um, and so I knew that I wanted to go back there. I knew that I wanted to really even just like have a vacation, an excuse to go on a trip to reclaim and go with fun people, people that would support me. And, um, and just be present with me in whatever I was feeling. And lots of times I was feeling lots and lots of different emotions. And yeah, so that's what we're talking about today. Talking about New York. I think we should start by talking about our first, the first night you got there. When Tom and I had already been, Tom had arrived a few hours earlier and I had been there for like a couple of days visiting a friend and you got there and we came and we met you on the bus. <laughs> And yes, do you remember yeah, we go, like go for it, pulled Bethany. into the bus station because we took the what, Q70 or something yes. to, the, to the airport. And um, so we were already on the bus that was then going to Ellie was going to get on to take her back into the city. And so sh- we saw her through the bus window as we pulled in. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've ever seen you so excited in my entire And I've seen you You've very, seen excited me very excited a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And I think that that might be the most excited I have ever seen you. It was That's saying something. Yeah, because saying I am something. an excitable person. <laughs> <laughs> I am oftentimes very excited. You are an yeah. excitable person. But you were like through the roof excited. You jumped on the bus and everyone in like in New York kind of like, oh, I'm going to the airport. And you were like, we're here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a selfie we're like, wow, this girl is on vacation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you were just so excited to reclaim. Yeah. Um, and then we like 
brought the monkeys. We we had some some little monkeys with us. Yeah, so maybe let, we we need to address the monkey issue. <laughs> we do Here. need to address the monkey. <laughs> the monkey issue in the room. We are currently each holding a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> can we can we describe these monkeys? Tom, wh- why do you like monkeys it's, so much? I mean, the monkey is my spirit animal. <laughs> That's pretty it's that simple. Uh, so I have a few monkeys that work for me at the studio. <laughs> They maintain the place while I'm not here, mm. uh, and then m- mostly they're just my my friends. Yeah, yep, yep. You have a lot of monkeys. I have a lot of friends. <laughs> <laughs> a lot lots of homies. Lots of. So w- <laughs> yeah, when homies. when you're talking about monkeys, I mean you're saying like sock monkeys and little stuffed monkeys. Yes. These are not real animals unfortunately i'm available to that if yeah. someone is interested in donating a small <laughs> monkey to the cause i would certainly accept okay but we digress so there were monkeys that were also brought on this trip monkeys have nothing to do with reclaiming at least they didn't at the, at they the didn't time before and but now they, they have do. been very important reclaiming buddies yeah, they became reclaiming buddies. They did. Yeah, Bingo and Sal. So, and so Bethany and I are photographers, as I have mentioned, and um, so one thing that we wanted to do was bring a few models, a few monkey models, mm-hmm. and we put them in very interesting positions around the city, classic New York <laughs> situations. And we actually we got some beautiful shots of these monkeys. Which yeah, is, <laughs> I'll, I'll be sure to put them in. Um, in on my website so you guys can see them yeah because i'm we're pretty proud of some of those surprisingly some of those photos <laughs> they're pretty great they're so pretty that was what we did the first night we were like what do we do i don't know and it was already like 10 p.m i think by the time you got there and so we went into times square and started taking pictures mm-hmm. of monkeys and oh yeah we took the pictures on the footsteps of the mm-hmm. the building where we stayed mm-hmm. oh yeah and that yeah, opened we did that the, too. Yeah. the doorway to the adventure of monkey photography monkey photography yes yes we do we do all kinds of portraiture including stuffed monkeys including monkeys um we stayed at an airbnb Mm -hmm. which i had never done before in new york Mm -hmm. um basically i had places that i really needed to make sure that i went to but more importantly i knew i just needed to reclaim the city i needed to just be there and Mm -hmm. and have different memories there and have a really good time one thing we also needed to do was see some shows. So yes. what did we see, guys? <laughs> uh, we saw Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We sure did. Yeah. Our, our buddy, Willy Wonka. <laughs> yes. That was and something. how was it? It was not good. No, no it wasn't. It, was not good. <laughs> it felt like the most high-budget community theater production with starring Christian Borrell I've ever seen. <laughs> That's so real. Like, he was great because he is great. Everything else, it was not was good. So it was bad. Not high school quality. Yeah, it kind of was. Like as far yeah. as like the imagination of like, what are we gonna do conceptually? The yeah. imagination yeah. room was my favorite since there was no set because yeah, you it was had just to like, imagine everything. It was just like lights. It was Very just really light. bad. So we were kind of bummed. So but so this is the start of our um, reviewing <laughs> reviewing Broadway shows podcast. <laughs> yeah. So this will be like this will be like our first um, the first offshoot of we should come back back because I have an idea for a business based on that. Okay. Oh, do you? (laughs) I do. I would say that we. I mean, did we reclaim Broadway anyway? We definitely reclaimed almost like comical memories of seeing bad shows. So in in the on my honeymoon, I think I think my ex husband and I saw four shows that year, and they were all amazing. 
they were like <laughs> I saw I saw um, Book of Mormon I saw Catch Me If You Can War Horse and something else I can't remember um, but they were all just amazing shows and um, so I knew that I needed to go see a musical like at least one mm-hmm. so we wanted to see that one because Tom has some connections with people he's worked with who did the sound in that show is that right yeah yeah, so we, we, we wanted to go see it, and we, we got a backstage tour. So it's always interesting. Um, Bethany and I are, are actors as well, so when we go to, like, see our friends' shows that are also bad, we usually, like, try to say something. <laughs> we try to find nice something to nice to say. <laughs> like, oh, the, you were really well lit, or yeah. like, oh, your the voice sounded really good. good in this one yeah. part. <laughs> or like, you tried so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry if I've ever said that to anybody. <laughs> um, but but we also, um, yeah. So we we had a backstage tour of the show, which was which was cool, and we were like, wow, this is this was a really high quality. Or what did we say? High I budget. spent a lot of money on you a did. bad show. <laughs> we did spend a lot of money. But I think Tom said something to no, the guy. No, not like, we. They spent oh, an they, enormous yes, amount yeah. of money on a not so much good But I think you said something to him like, it sounded great. Yeah, I mean, the sound was It did. The, the sound, sound was, was great. Good. Yeah. <laughs> good job, Tom's friend. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting that, and then we saw another show that was pretty pretty boring, and we were supposed to see Patti Lapone. We saw War, or War Paint. War Paint. Um, which was starring just Patti Lapone, who is, oh, I mean, come on. And she was, like, nominated for a Tony in that, too, along with whoever, what, what's her name again? I'm, I'm blanking uh, Christine on. Christine Ebbard <clears throat> something you. or other. She was also <clears throat> nominated. But but um, Patti, unfortunately, was out. Well, which, we were, yeah, we were standing in line, like, to go into the theater, and we had our tickets already, right? In the rain. Mm-hmm. In the rain, and, and somebody was like, going up and down the line and was like, Miss Lapone is out today. And there have been a number of experiences in the reclaiming process where things don't go how you want them to go. Yep. One of which was Patty Lapone not being in that show because she's like yep. your favorite and you were so excited. And so after Willy Wonka was bad, we wanted to see something awesome. And turns out it was a, a musical about makeup. Yeah. <laughs> there was a puzzle there was piece some, missing. There were some beautiful... There were some beautiful aspects of the show. Yes. It wasn't amazing. Yeah. But um, but we took it in stride. We, and we did and we and we saw it and and I can I can say that Broadway is reclaimed. Even though some of the experiences were not exactly how I wanted them to be or, or thought they would be, but mm-hmm. It was really fun. And now we laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> Just how we saw some really terrible musicals. We did. And it's funny because because all three of us have been to New York several times. Mm-hmm. I mean, Tom has spent the most time in New York, right? I don't know. Yes. Yeah. The answer sure. to that is yes. Yes. Yes, I have. Um, he's a big deal. <laughs> anyway, I had only been there, like, independently, staying on people's couches, um, <clears throat> wandering around by myself, and you had only been there with your ex as a couple and Tom had only been there working and now here we all were just gallivanting around usually staying up really late having as much fun as possible it was it was cool it was really fun it was the best one one important thing that I needed to do as well um is go to Birdland which is um a jazz club and um that was a that was a really important thing so so I looked at the um I looked at the, like the concert list of the days that we, that I was going to be there, and um, and it turns out that um, 
Robbie Coltrane was going to be there, who is the saxophonist, and I was like super excited to see him. So, so I bought tickets to that, and um, I drug these guys along with me. Yeah, it was really hard for me to go. <laughs> I don't. Tom unfortunately <laughs> doesn't like jazz, or he doesn't. Right. I mean, it's fair it's to say. It's not my in most enjoyable genre of musical performance. And yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Um, and Tom had fun. I did. I wasn't upset about it by any and means. And the the whole, um, I mean, just like Which being... Which is interesting, because usually I'm happiest when I'm angry. Right, <laughs> yes, that's true, that's true. Um, Birdland in general is like just a, I mean, it's a famous venue, like mm-hmm. everyone has played there. It's it's mm-hmm. such a cool place. It's a really cool experience. Yeah. So much history. Yeah, so that was, um, that was, that must have been the second night that we were there, right? I'm not sure. I think so. I think that was the second night. It's all a blur. I was very sleep deprived. <laughs> oh, yeah. True. I was sleep deprived for like an entire year. So <laughs> I was, you sure were? I was constantly sleep deprived. <laughs> so that was no different for me in, in being there. Um, but that was, it was just so cool. And, um, and, and a really important part of reclaiming is talking about the memories mm-hmm. that I have with my ex-husband um, talking about the experiences that I have with him in those different places and with those different things. And, um, and Tom and Bethany are just, we're, we're just perfect at, um, at listening and being able to provide, um, feedback and just good conversation around it. Bethany knew him, Tom did not, Mm -hmm. which was a very interesting dynamic. Why don't you guys talk about that a little bit? Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, it was interesting, I feel like, an interesting dynamic, as you said, because he was a good friend of mine. Tom has no idea, has never met him, will never meet him, you know. So Tom came into the picture after all of this went down, and I have been in the picture, you know, for eight years what or whatnot. Um, I was at their wedding, and um, so in sharing memories – and like talking about them and processing them, usually it was either something that I was a part of or remembered happening or, you know, I knew at the time that your honeymoon was in New York or whatever. And, and so Tom's hearing about all this for the first time. And so just offering, I don't know, different, I don't, yeah, I don't know exactly. <clears throat> um, I feel like I had a bit of an unbiased perspective, mm-hmm. even though it was one dimensional because I didn't know him. I could generate my sort of like general and not to be sexist, but sort of just general like male speculation of, Hey, if I, if I were in this position and this happened, how would I potentially be thinking about this? And neither of you had the ability to step away from it far enough to say, Mm -hmm. what is a completely outside perspective? What is a non-emotional, non-involved mm-hmm. analysis of either why these things happened or what may have happened or a, com- or a different thought process? And I don't know. I hope that that was helpful. I guess I don't know. Uh, I guess it doesn't really matter because yeah. the experience has been the experience. So, um, yeah, I think I, I actually think it was the most helpful. I think both of you guys as like my my main reclaiming buddies um a, you were both incredibly available <laughs> because, right. which was, I mean, w- which was amazing mm-hmm. to, to be able to have friends that I could just call on 
to be like, I, I need support right now. Like, I don't know who else to go to or whatever. Um, and that's not to say that I had a lot of, I, I mean, I had a lot of friends that were available, but there was something about our dynamic that was important because Bethany knew him, knew the experience. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the most part, you knew a lot of the memories. Right, right. And, and then some things I needed to reclaim for myself because in a weird way, and that's obviously a whole different discussion and it's not to the same extent, but there are things that I only associated with him, places that we three went together. And, um, so there were little moments of like, you would even say like, Bethany, do you need to like (laughs) process any of this at all? Cause what kind of emotions are coming up in you right now? Mm -hmm. Cause he was, you know, having, having a really good friend, um, it's obviously not at all the same as having your husband betray you, but but it's disillusioning and you're losing a good friend. And so there was processing that needed to happen for me. And so it was kind of nice sometimes then too to have Tom be a completely objective third party, yeah, sort of steady. <laughs> I mean, there would be times where I'd be like, okay, so we're going to go over to his house right now and we're going to punch him. And then <laughs> it was usually, <laughs> we did say that a couple times whoops that never happened we didn't do it and I think that's because Tom was like mm, I don't think you want to do that <laughs> the legal implicate you or you <laughs> would at least say wait until the divorce is final yeah. yes <laughs> the legal <Yes>. implications <laughs> you're like maybe these actions will decrease the value of the property that you are going to assume a portion <laughs> of <laughs> which is probably true and I am thankful for that so thank you thank you for that <laughs> that perspective what were some other, like, fun, random things that we reclaimed in New York? Re- like, co- things as specific as cookies. Yes. Um, I am a big Seinfeld fan. And Seinfeld was actually one thing that my ex-husband introduced me to. I mean, I knew about the show, but I and we watched it Seinfeld? with him. Seinfeld has been reclaimed. Okay. Seinfeld has been reclaimed. That's good. Um but of course there's just tons of references to New York in the show Seinfeld. And one of them is um the black and white cookie, which is like half chocolate, half vanilla cookie. And um and whenever I'd go to New York, we would always him and I would always get a black and white cookie and we would always say look to the cookie elaine because that's in the show. It's just like really dumb. But that was one of those things that I knew I needed to just go and I needed to buy a cookie and I needed to say look to the cookie um just as like just as goofy as that is Mm -hmm. it's a for me things like that Mm -hmm. were important to um to reclaim there well and it's interesting to me because there are certain things you know like things near our house where we live that you associate with you know with him that you want to reclaim because you don't want to walk by that every single day and have Mm -hmm. that memory and then there are other things like you're not faced with black and white cookies every day in your life you know it's not like you need to functionally be able to see a black and white cookie without getting sad and so something like that is more of like I'm gonna do this for the purpose of doing something you know maybe even kind of hard for my healing not 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 and it doesn't seem practical but that's yeah I don't know there's there's that's kind of the two sides I feel like of practical sides of reclaiming one is which one of which is, I don't want to be scared of this thing anymore. And one of which is, I'm going to do this just because it's going to help me and I want right, to. Right, <laughs> right. And, and those little, like conquering those little things sometimes would really just gain my courage to be able to conquer something bigger. Mm-hmm. And, um, and sort of like having these little 
these little victories of reclaiming like a cookie um then we're able then I was able to reclaim something bigger after that mm-hmm. so that's, that was important one thing I really needed to do when I was there was go on a run in Central Park mm, yep and um I did that it was one of the I mean I love running in Central Park there's people everywhere it doesn't smell great but it smells better than the majority of the city <laughs> and Tom so, loves running yes but I I went I went on like I was probably like a six mile run at this time I was um I was training for the Twin Cities Marathon which I ran in October 2017 and um and so I had a just a good training run in Central Park I also went running in Chelsea when I was there too which was just great it was just wonderful that's right you did I was probably napping <laughs> what are some favorite memories that you guys have of New York? Emmett's life-changing pizza. <laughs> we did take pictures of monkeys there too. We sure did. That's true. We sure did. So Tom, you're you are an expert on Emmett's pizza. Would you tell us where people can go and find Emmett's pizza? Oh, it's on McDougal. Uh what is it? 50 McDougal? Is it in so Soho? If, if I remember that, that's crazy. Uh, n- no, it it's not. We'll put it in the show notes. on the podcast that looks stuff up. That's <laughs> not so There's always um, one of those. And it's McDougal Street. Boop. 50th and McDougal. Oh, 50 McDougal Street. Hey, wow. got, you got it. <clears throat> I should wow, go Tom. there more often. Yeah. It's 1,007 uh, miles away from us right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's too far. It's too far. <laughs> but seriously, oh it is God. the best. It is the best pizza oh, I have ever so had. Good. I highly recommend that anybody, anybody's there, just just go. Just go and get Emmett's. I needed also to go to Little Italy. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. I am, I'm kind of like strangely fascinated with the mob. it's it's kind of a weird fascination that I have I think it's a very interesting thing I mean like the just the government of like these families and how they anyway like secret yeah it's it's I'm I kind of like it it's kind of (laughs) weird they're also terrible humans but it's whatever you can be fascinated with. but I needed to go there because also they have the best pasta ever I mean it's just incredible so So we went there with our new friend Katie Shout out to Katie. Hi, Katie. She's she's gonna have her baby. Yeah, she's soon, about right? to have her baby. Oh my God. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, Katie is was a friend of Tom's. She is a rockette, and that was really cool because she taught us how to like how to be a rockette. How basically. to be a rockette. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure Ellie and I are the next. I'm pretty rockettes. sure we're like yeah, we're totally rockettes. <laughs> um, so far from that, but um, but that was really fun because we got we got to hang out with her, and um, I mean she's like a just a new friend she's a darling person and we all sat around in the sunshine and and we ate ate pasta pasta. we (laughs) did we ate pasta and we and we talked about the memories that i have there and then we just made new ones which Mm -hmm. is exactly what reclaiming is and you got one of those little what is it called a stromboli a calzone um a cannoli cannoli cannoli. (laughs) yes i got a cannoli and espresso and Mm. just took dorky photos of like Yep. being so excited that I was there. Yep. It was a beautiful day. That was, was a, absolutely gorgeous. It was. We went there in June. Yep. I don't think we said that. Happy birthday, um, Tom. It's Tom's birthday. We, we went there over Tom's birthday. We did. And we, had, <laughs> and we had tons of, on his actual birthday, we had like two different, I think we had like three donuts each. Well, we went, 
well, I know we went to two. They were just really big. So we went to two different donut stores back to back. We like walked straight from one to the other. That's yeah. right. We were like, here's a donut place here. Oh, there's another one. Let's get another donut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Healthy breakfast. They were the number one and the number two best donuts I've had in my life mm-hmm. as well. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then we also went to Serendipity on your birthday. Yes, we did. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which is another place that we highly recommend. And a place that needed to be reclaimed. Right? And a place that needed to be reclaimed. And um, just had, you know, an, our giant Sunday, which mm-hmm. was incredible. And Ellie got an Apple Watch. Oh, <gasps> that's right. I did. I got my Apple Watch there. Mm-hmm. And I was like sick as a dog sitting over in that's the corner right. at the Apple store, you like were holding s- everyone's bags. And, like, you were <laughs> so sick. Yeah, Bethany got sick. Oh, that was too bad. But you still had fun. I had so much fun. And I don't remember, like, oh, I was sick. Like, I yeah. felt terrible, but we were having so much fun that I just didn't really care. Yeah. Yeah, it was just such an amazing experience. And and um, and so Im- just important for my healing. Mm-hmm. And I brought the best people with me. It was just really fun. Yeah. I mean, what a statement. Like, to, to fly to a different side of the country and spend several days, you know, doing this thing and and it's not like oh let's go down the street and have dinner you know and that those are important too but Mm -hmm. it was like such a big thing to do as a statement of like i'm i'm stepping into my healing and i'm reclaiming this thing that you know like that's yeah yeah it's very cool i thought that this trip was actually going to be a reverse honeymoon that is right that is how i that's what i wanted it to be i at this point thought that the divorce would be over um and I was hoping that it was going to be, like, sort of this, like, I'm stepping into singleness kind of thing. Um, and I wanted it to sort of bookend my marriage. Um, unfortunately, the, the divorce was still going on at the time. And, um, and but, but that was okay. And that was one of those other ways that reclaiming wasn't exactly how I wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but just, like when we went skydiving like you talked in the first episode about yeah went skydiving not on the day that you wanted to go turns out we had like the most gorgeous sunset and like it was really hard when it didn't go the way you wanted it to but it ended up it ended up being great Mm -hmm. and and that's often the case for these for these experiences sometimes I mean the (laughs) my marriage wasn't (laughs) how I wanted it to be so then of course my reclaiming couldn't always be the way that I wanted it but that's life Mm -hmm. it's just how things go sometimes back to the monkeys tom you love your monkeys (laughs) you you lived in in new york for a while i did and you unfortunately left some of the sock monkeys in new york i did with a friend who you thought would take good care of them perhaps so we ended up we ended up at one point going to this friend's house and finding some of these we monkeys. reclaimed the monkeys we did. <laughs> <laughs> not in a way that we re- were re- like reprogramming emotional triggers <laughs> but we physically actually saved took the them back <laughs> we did. from an abusive environment <laughs> and since then i have been helping them reclaim and one of lots these of mon- things yeah. lots of experience lots of they, they, yeah the monkeys need to reclaim just um, months and months of therapy yes. sitting with you but one of these monkeys that we saved has a little blue sweatshirt on and it says New York and Ellie fell in love with it right away. I did. I did. And his name is Sal because he's obviously a New York monkey. Right. You named him Sal, right? His name has always been Sal. Okay. His, his name is Sal. 
Sorry, that you was to Tom. Tom, you named yes. him Sal, right? <laughs> no, I mean, his I na- did not it's not like I, I didn't birth Sal. <laughs> well, but He's you named Sal. But he found he you, and he, and he disclosed to you what his yes, name was. Yes, when I gave him a home, he told me his name. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is how it works. <laughs> yes. Um, so, so that's when I met Sal. And for me, there was this moment of, I mean, this is so dorky, obviously, but, but there's, always, there's been hope in my heart that at some point – I will maybe find happiness again. Maybe I will be able to fall in love someday and hopefully reclaim marriage. That's something that maybe is on my spreadsheet. Maybe it's not. Who's to say? (laughs) But the one that holds the spreadsheet, which is me. Um, (laughs) And for some reason, I really was drawn to Sal as this tiny little sock monkey and sort of the um, the stuffed monkey personification of hopes of a future mate. Well, he has this really optimistic look on his face. He is gazing into the future. And this is when I lose everyone. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. like, what are what? you talking We're about? Out. <laughs> I mean, they'll be able to see. Yes, well, I'll definitely post a photo of Sal. <laughs> and this is us. So that you're not taking us too seriously, listeners, oh, listeners of this podcast. This is us having a great time laughing, joking. Yeah, this is. However, there's, you know, like, you can laugh about funny things that have real symbolism. True. So this is a funny thing we laugh about because, obviously, Ellie is not hoping to marry a sock monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think. (laughs) But... But just the optimism, and the, we're like, he, oh, look, he looks like he's gazing into the future. And Ellie's like, yeah. that's what I want to do. You know, it's yes, like, exactly. It's like, like exactly. just this fun little thing. And it's so. just, it was just hope. And and it just has kind of morphed into this funny thing of like, oh, I can I can be hopeful for that. And it's okay to hope for that. Mm-hmm. It's okay to, to look and say, you know, maybe someday I'll, that will, that will happen for me. Mm-hmm. So that's Sal. Sal has been an important part of my healing. So. And we found him. And he just happens to be him. sitting right next to me, of course, this tiny little sock monkey. Well, when I said earlier that we all were holding sock monkeys, she's holding I'm Sal. holding Sal, yes. I think that at some point we should reconvene and talk about what reclaiming has been to you guys and and what it's like to be on the other side of reclaiming. Because I think there's going to be a lot of people that um, – I already know that there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that that want to go through this process and maybe don't know how to ask their friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so as reclaiming buddies, I think maybe we can talk yeah. about that. I'd love that. Yeah. But thank you guys so much for doing this. Tom, thanks for your microphones. These are Anytime. Much, <coughs> much higher quality than the ones that I purchased. <laughs> um, and thank you guys for being my friends and being so supportive to me in my healing process and then even in in this new stage that I'm in of helping people walk into their stuff it's been a joy I love you guys thanks friendship so um where can everyone where where can people find you guys like like to be our friends (laughs) (laughs) I do the book face (laughs) social media things like work things you can find me on Instagram at Twin Cities Headshots, but th- you're also going to be finding Ellie at that too because it's a shared Instagram account. Right. But um, <clears throat> that's my primary venture. Twice so. the entertainment. 
What? Two times the entertainment Two from times one Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Find and us what on about Instagram. what about you, Tom? Where can people find pictures of sock monkeys and oh, soundboards? But then also, it's but Benny also and sound- friends. But also, that, that's really that's all that matters. That it's Benny and friends. But you can Instagram. also find him into in B I R official, born into royalty official, isn't right. it? I think official. it's official B I R. Official B I R. Yes. On Instagram. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And thank, thank you, you for listening. And until next time, go reclaim something. Adios. Thank you so much for listening to the Reclaimed podcast. For more information about reclaiming, visit reclaimed.com. That's R-C-L-A-I-M-E-D.com.